never about making money. It was about making friendships along the way. Hello again, guys. Welcome back to the Winning Ticket Podcast. The gang is here, minus Matt. He is still in Disney. Lucky guy, still on vacation. We have a guest host here today, our good friend, John. John, what do you got for us, man? What's what's going on, guys? Uh, Very happy to be here. Been friends with these guys for pretty much all my life. So, happy to be talking about football and uh, all kinds of sports here. To be honest with you, I'm not a huge better. Um, so for anyone listening out there, this is I'm really listening and joining these guys because I, I need some some good insider knowledge to play some bets um, as, as kind of the landscape with betting, uh, where we operate out of New Jersey. That landscape is changing, um, and I want to really get in on the action. And I'm also a, I'm a die-hod uh, Giants fan, as oh, the New Yorkers the, would say. We love the Giants. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and you can tell from our takes, I mean, I mean, no one else at the table is a Giants fan, but this, if you are an Eagles fan, maybe turn it off right now. If you're oh, a Redskins man. fan, um, you're I'll, I'll, I'll tie the rope for you. I got some bad news yeah. for you. It's like me and, like, and three like 60-year-old men are Giants fans now, so... <laughs> Now, John, you um, got your own podcast, right? Tell us about that. I oh, yeah, do. I'm, a, I'm actually working on something uh, in in the vein of the kind of like the New York know-it-all sports fan. Um, no, it's that's not uh, like us. <laughs> if you, if you don't have a name yet, you should call it First Time Long Time. First, oh my God, that's actually, <laughs> that's actually pretty good. <laughs> I'm calling it... Um, I named this podcast, I'm, by I'm, the way. I'm, <laughs> I'm currently recording it. Name um, it's called Wise Guy Fantasy Football, and it's essentially based on, um, you know, I, do, I play a character... Um, on there, who's very, very New York type, and uh, is based around a lot of, like, my dad's friends who I grew up with. <laughs> kind of like the New Yorkers that, n- like, they think they know everything, where they're just, you know, they'll be like, oh, the Eagles, you know, even though they won, they suck. Like, that, like, <laughs> if, that kind of mentality. If I could, if I could yeah. interject really quick, I remember one time um, at John's house, we were watching the Pacquiao Mayweather fight, I believe, and it was uh, John's dad and one of his friends. And I don't know why someone brought up Eli Manning, but I totally <laughs> forgot that I was in a room full of Giants fans. That's, that's probably why. And um, I believe your dad's friend engaged you, John, and was like, John, he's like, Johnny, what do you think Eli Manning's doing right now? And I chimed in, probably sitting down somewhere peeing. <laughs> <laughs> and and if, he did not find probably, it funny at all. He's like, he's like, he like looked at me, like, he tilted his head, and he's like, you a Cowboys fan? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Giants hate does not go over well in the house, clearly. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what what that podcast is about. Thank you for the shout out. Um, course, it's, it's still being recorded. It's going to go up again. Wise guy fantasy football. I'm working on all the social media accounts and all that stuff. But please give that a follow when you have a chance. But yeah, until then, you know, I'm here to learn about well, you know, what to place bets on. Talking about the NFC East, especially the New York Giants, and uh, really hearing from you guys. It's, it's a pleasure. Definitely, man. Why don't we get it started with the first team in the NFC East show? We got Eagles. John, I'm going to kick it back to you, man. Just give us the specs, and uh, and we'll go from there, man. The Eagles. Okay, let's just get the giant eagle-sized elephant out of the room. Mm -hmm. They won the Super Bowl. We all know that. Obviously, the favorite to win the division, um, according to the book here, they're at negative uh, minus 230 to win it all. Um, uh, Win the division, rather. Um, You know what? I I hate to admit this, and I'm probably going to get some disagreement. I I, I do think that the Eagles have a chance to repeat. Um, there, There are a lot of... A lot of players that are returning from that Super Bowl team, obviously Carson Wentz, that's the easy big one. Um, Nick Foles did a, uh, really did an exceptional job stepping in, naturally, he won the Super Bowl. And of course it alludes to, to Jeff Hostetler uh, stepping in for the Giants in the 1980s, winning them their Super Bowl. What a, what a match. Or was it Scott Norwood losing that Super Bowl? That's really the you debate. You gotta bring up the Giants. Um, <laughs> always. It was pre-birth, so and we were all dead. 
What is that? What is that count? Are you dead? I literally tell people back when I was dead. That's a good question. I I don't know if that's politically correct. I I did air quotes. If you're not, I actually (laughs) didn't do air quotes, but I said that I did. We are PC, but at the same time, um, whenever I said that in front of my parents, they get really upset. Like, yeah, back when I was dead. They should. That's a pretty. I mean, you're not alive, so you're dead. It's pretty morbid to consider then that most of your existence is death then instead of life. I mean, but hey, that's what we do here on this podcast. We're getting pretty deep here. Anyway, yeah. Two, two things I can expand on what you said. Yeah, sure, about, about Carson Wentz and all that. Yeah, the additions. I have that. you got to hear some of the additions. But yeah. also, uh, the minus 230 for the division, I think, is still pretty good play. You normally, you see, especially a defending Super Bowl champ, yeah. you got to figure that's, that's pretty more. good odds, yeah. But, yeah. however, for the division right. race, we'll talk about more, um, you know, more of the odds and stuff like that when we go deeper into the division. Plus 580 for the Giants and plus 580 for the Redskins. Yeah. I couldn't think of two wow. more... Yeah. Uh, Rising stock exactly. and falling stock team disparity, yep. and Vegas has them with the same odds. But look, this is just about the Eagles right now. So, right. to go off of their additions, Michael Bennett, mm-hmm. uh, Haloti Nada, Mike Wallace. Those are some good additions. Whenever right. you win the Super Bowl, yeah, Michael Bennett, and too. then of course and, and Carson Wentz coming you know, back. You know, I think that that would be a good. Those would be good additions, in my opinion, if this was 2015, right? Especially with Mike Wallace, 2012. Yeah, good Mike job. Wallace. Is I mean, pretty bad. Mike Wallace is old now, and he really has nothing left in the tank. Mike Bennett is, uh, you know, he's. Had some off the field issues uh, with you know his his horse. He had like yeah. arrested last year, but then he claimed that he didn't get arrested. Or he whatever. said like the cops punched him, and then they. But then there's a video, did. and they didn't. So was, was uh, Michael Bennett <coughs> the guy who rode the bike around the Seahawks stadium, or is that another player? He, he could have been. I I, I the Legion of Boom is kind of interchangeable, for better or worse. <laughs> um, of course, there there is no Legion of Boom. Of gloom. It's yeah. shot, dude. It's <laughs> blown up. It's been dead. Yes, and then you anyway. mentioned uh, Haloti Nada. He also hasn't really yeah. done it. He's an 89 in Madden, though, Mikey. Who's that? Comment on that. <laughs> Haloti Nada, def- no, no, that's Yonder. No. No, Excuse not, me. Wow. It's completely yeah. different players. Haloti yeah. Nada might be a, but, a silver in Ultimate Team. No, I actually think he's gold, because I just got him today. I got the team pack. And um, <laughs> if, if you tuned out for the last couple seconds, um, or rather, if you were at the edge of your seat in the last couple seconds, <laughs> we are coming out with a Madden Ultimate Team um, podcast. We got a whole lot soon. more. We got mainly because literally opening packs is like gambling, and that's why <laughs> I, I enjoy it very much. And um, yeah, just really quickly, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on the Eagles as well. I mean, they're the defending champs, so everyone's circling that game on the calendar. Yeah, I it's mean, gonna be hard to fly under. Hey, and when you have Eagles film, fly under the radar. <laughs> I'll tell you what, love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. The, the quote unquote <laughs> underdogs. I mean, now you're not the underdog. Every team, no like even when you're playing a lowly team on the road, they're gonna circle that game and really. You know, kind of nut up. So I, I, I see the Eagles getting trapped in a couple uh, trap games this year. I definitely see that. Do, do we have um do we have a schedule we could look at? Absolutely. Oh, just do, do, yeah, a little, do, do a little analysis. I got I don't all have my seventeen in front of me. games here. For yeah, you. Joe, do you want to do you want to kick us off with um your season or Mikey? Just, do you just wanna... one more thing. Yeah, I wanna yeah sure. Before we dive mm-hmm. into the schedule, uh, I wanted to bring up. I mean, how good their defense is, and they were second in the run, uh, second versus the run last year, and eighth versus the pass, which I mean, top ten in both. Yeah, I think a lot of their dominant. success on the versus the run is they have like. Eight guys on their front four who they just kind of swap in interchange. Very deep, Dude, and they're so all fresh. It's like it's, very, it's actually it's like the Giants with the yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not like they're all like all right, this guy's a little worse. Like they're all studs mm-hmm. and they all do everything well. And yeah. then so somebody will be in for two downs and then bring some bring in another guy who's a stud mm-hmm. and he's completely fresh. So. Yeah, that scares me more than okay, Carson Wentz is coming back mm-hmm. and he's coming off a quote unquote MVP season. I'm yeah. more scared about the strength of their defense. Defense does win championships after no all. So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as, as much as that pains me to say, 
So if we go into their schedule, it brings me back to last year, and I have a note here that their schedule ended up being kind of cake last year. Mm-hmm. You can always look at um, what what their schedule is technically by their rating. Like, oh, they have the, the fifth easiest schedule. And then uh, at the end of the season, you look, oh, wow, they played nine teams that were dreadful, that had five wins or less. Mm-hmm. So technically they had a hard schedule or they had an easy schedule, and then it changes as the season goes on. For example, last year, people thought, not us, because we're way sharp. Oh, they yeah. thought Andrew Luck would come <laughs> back by week four. No, no, no. First off, we called it first. He wasn't coming back for the entire season. Anyway, you look at the Colts. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, they're a good team. That's going to be hard in week 15 in the 2017 yeah, season. Yeah, just roll over. And all yeah. of a sudden, now they play them, and it's like, well, this yeah, is a game. Colts are a 3-13 team. So with yeah, their adjusted... They were projected more yeah. before the season. Dude, when, right. with their right. adjusted <laughs> schedule, they had a cake schedule last year. Kind of one of the reasons why they, they went to the playoffs, I think. Yeah, and and to kind of go into a little bit of the meat of that, uh, they were 3-13, and 13, but they only played four teams with a winning record, and they went 2-2. Two and two. So mm. they were... What what's the math on that? Eleven and one against these horrible teams. Yeah. So this year for yeah, you should be. Yeah. So this year I I have them at eleven and five. I mean they do have a tougher schedule. They have a tough opening schedule. I actually have them starting three and three and going eleven and five. Hmm. So they kind of catch fire hmm. on the back half. It's it's pretty easy. I think week nine or ten is their bye week, and then week after, nine yeah. Okay. Excuse so, me. And then so after that they they kind of just take over. So funny, Dean. Uh, you know you say eleven wins. Um, the current line is is ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're saying to take the over, which is at minus 140. So I would say yeah, if you if you have to bet on the Eagles, I, okay. w- I would take the I would take the over in that minus 230. I mean, you're gonna have mm-hmm. to lay a couple. You're gonna have to lay some some juice on that in order to yeah. make money. But at the same time, I mean, that's my prediction, and mm-hmm. I basically the way I do it is this: whenever I know that we're recording um, a season preview, I do my blind takes and then I research and then I adjust and then I do it again the day of. So I had them at eleven and five twice and ten and six once. So if you're not really too confident in the over, I wouldn't take it because I could totally okay. see that being a push. Super high line being that they're the super uh, the Super yeah. Bowl champs, honestly. Yeah. They're not I the highest them, line. No they're not. Yeah. I have them oh, under for two reasons and it's just strictly data. If you don't know any X's and O's, mm-hmm. I still think that the under is a good player. I technically have them at ten and six. And the under is what line? The under is plus one ten. So you get better value there anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were fourth in turnover differential, and they were fourth in defensive scoring. Both plays, or I'm sorry, both stats, Vegas considers to be a little more lucky. Like if you think, Interesting. okay, we got a fumble at the five compared to we got a fumble at midfield. Mm-hmm. It's defensive score. You, when you get the, first off, fumbles are kind of a coin flip too. But right. when you get the recovery and where it is, and if it's a sack fumble or if it's a, a cross over the middle fumble, that differs. So that's that. And I also have... They went toward on fourth down 61% of the time. I'm sorry, fourth and short 61% of the time last year. They kind mm-hmm. of uh, developed that into their playbook on to go for it on all four downs instead of just. Philly special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, looking into the, the turnover stats that you mentioned before, I think a lot of that has to do with, like we mentioned earlier, their their elite defense. I mean, sometimes, you know, you get lucky where you, you just fall on a fumble, um, and that's luck. But, I mean, a lot of that has to do with the fact that. They were so good on defense that they had uh, the big turnovers. Another guy that they're getting back on uh, defense who uh, missed, I think, probably like eight games last year, Jordan Hicks, their best linebacker. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, I mean, yeah. he, if he, they did all that one Super Bowl without their best, right. almost their, not their de- best defensive player. But and offensive there. player. But, <laughs> yeah, right. And, and right, Lane so, Johnson, right, was also yeah. coming back. Is, yeah. that, is that the guy yeah, I'm thinking yeah, yeah, of yeah. On, so, on the line? You know, they, yeah, didn't, really, they didn't really yeah. add anybody mm-hmm. from the outside, but they really didn't have to because they added, I mean, there's, you got Wentz, you got yeah. Hicks, you got Lane Johnson. 
So um, technically, those are additions. Yeah, so they're so getting right. they're getting all that stuff back. Um, I actually have them uh, at twelve wins. Um, I have them have a, a, a few a few tough mm-hmm. games uh, just because they have a, a pretty tough schedule. A few there's three games I want to touch on. Um, they're playing at home against the Vikings. That's a huge revenge game for the Vikes. Definitely. Do you, if you think they're, they're going to come out firing that game. <laughs> what um, week is that? And that's close enough that's that I could go to five. four Vikings. Week five. So that's, that's, not, not that that would be a make or break part of the season, but that would show early right. on, you know, what kind of Eagles team oh. this Second is. game, I got circled here. I got them losing to the Jags. That game's in the London. London game. I have that. Yeah. Jags, oh, have, yeah, yeah. Jags have a home field in London. They play every year. I was going to say. They their, dominated the Ravens last their year. Owner, I mean, that's not really Yeah, their owner owns a lot of Premier League and championship teams, so they do. They literally. He runs ads in London. Yeah. So, and then the third game I have circled in L.A. against the Rams. That is a huge revenge game. If you mm-hmm. play DFS, DraftKings, FanDuel, take Carson Wentz that game. Yeah. Because that's where he tore his ACL last year. He's going to go absolutely off. Absolutely. And let me just um, touch on a couple points too. Uh, Mikey had mentioned Wentz coming back as uh, a key addition. I honestly have as my kind of my red flag. I mean, you have a Super Bowl MVP on the bench. Now, granted, it is Nick Foles, and we know what he was. But you know, to be fair, that was under Jeff Fisher, and Jeff Fisher is That's true. horrible. Look at Goff; he's a terrible coach. Yeah. Aside from two thousand one, when Kevin Dyson <laughs> was one yard short. But I mean, you got Nick Foles on the bench. Let's just let's just say the Eagles do start three I bet and three. You they deal him. I actually have that. That's, that's something. That's something too. But how often do trades happen in the NFL? Right. I mean, especially <clears> something like that. Yeah, dude. The, the last season, the last big but. trade that happened uh, at quarterback was the Vikings trading for Brad, Bradford because of the Teddy Bridgewater thing. Right. So I basically have this. this. Ready, Eagles. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see what the fan base is. You know, they last year they they lost themselves. They were they were going nuts. They were going nuts because they won the Super Bowl, you know, climbing poles and stuff. They actually, like, greased up the poles yeah. so that people could <laughs> not climb it. Philly is trash, by the way. Oh, my God, uh, yeah. If we were really? listening to this in Philly, I probably don't like you as a person. Yeah. There definitely will be uh, some Philly fans, so. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, we don't like you, but you should <laughs> like us. <laughs> no, but I, I will say this, and uh, the point that I'm getting at, though, is that I know how it is in New York with, like, the, the media. And I don't know, will they take the stance of, hey, you know, Wentz is our guy, we'll do whatever, or... Is, are they going to get the taste of winning and be like, hold on, we're 3-3, three and three. we need Nick Foles because he won the Super Bowl, and then have a little bit of that. Doug Peterson's still an inexperienced coach. I mean, who, who knows how he's going to handle that? They also might uh, struggle early on offense. Um, I read that Wentz might not play in the preseason just because, I mean, they don't want to risk Makes him sense. re-injuring his, mm-hmm. uh, his knee. And also, they lost their offensive coordinator, Frank Reich. He's uh, now was the coach of the Colts. He's the coach of Colts. Yeah. Coach of the Colts, and also they lost their quarterback and coach. Yeah, John, the offense uh, coordinator John of the Filippo. And also, I'm gonna I'm gonna call something out. Everyone saw that Jay Ajayi got traded to the Eagles, and they they assumed all oh, the Eagles are this powerhouse running team. They actually work better running out of shotgun, which is actually yep. something that ultimately ruined Demarco Murray's career. They do RPOs. And honestly, that's like that uh, it, plays into Smallwood and Clement a little bit more, and not this. It's not this power running game with Jay Ajayi. Mm-hmm. I actually think that if I were Jay Ajayi's agent, I'd be like, "Yo, get me off this team and get me to someone else that runs a, yeah. a power run game like the Titans, or your eventual Super Bowl champions." No, not eventual. They're just giving the rings already. <laughs> yeah, so so that's one thing that I, that I could say. I mean, the run game. Also, Wentz is mobile. How is he going to run on that surgically repaired knee? That's true. I think he's accurate enough yeah. to be a pass. No, he's, he is accurate, but a lot of their um, trap plays were kind of with Wentz running. So I have the running game circled. That's something to watch out for if the Eagles really fall off. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a lot going on with the Eagles. I mean, again, as, as so so listening to you guys, uh, you know, I'm, I'm writing some stuff down here as, as a first-time better. I think based on what we've talked about, I would take the over on the Eagles. I like that 11 wins. It feels right. 13 feels like too many. 10 feels like it could push, but I'll give them that 11th win because I think they'll... They're just too talented a team to lose more mm-hmm. than six or seven games. That seems quite a lot. And I would take them. I would honestly take the, the minus 230 to win the division. There hasn't been a repeat. That's the age-old statistic. Hasn't been a repeat NFC East champion since the Eagles, I believe, in 2000... 2003, maybe. 2003, 2004, yeah, yeah the McDonough-McNab era. So I would take that. Um, you know, uh, so, so I'll be announcing what I'm going to pick, again, for, for people who are new to betting. Uh, I don't want to forget about you out there. Um, so that's what I would take, the over and, the, and for the win division. Um, fully knowing what the other stat lines are for the other teams. Yeah, and it's funny that you had mentioned that you're taking the Eagles to win the division because that's going to transition us to our next team that we're going through. Is I it actually, my Giants? I actually put up a couple bucks on the Giants. <laughs> Giants. And I will say this, and um, if you are a fan of one of the teams in the NFC East, you may hate me after this, but I, I'm just going to go ahead and just throw a rogue elbow. Giants fans, Eagles fans, Cowboys fans, Redskins fans. I'm not going to mention Redskins fans because they don't exist. Um, <laughs> they think they're pigs or something. I still don't get that. I have no I idea. Pigs Who in the right mind would like the Redskins? But I will say this one thing, and if you're listening to me here, I mean, you are all awful in your own specific way. <laughs> Eagles fans, you're turning into pseudo-Boston fans where you think that you're going to win it all the time. Anyway, I'm going to make this short. I'm not going to rant and rave. But Giants fans really look the gift horse in the mouth all the time. And Zach, if you're listening, I love you. I mean it. You know that. But on the day of the draft, I remember, and you know, I'm going to paint a little picture for you. I was in my garage. My garage is full of crap and garbage that nobody uses. But I was, I was able to fit my workout bench in there. I was benching, actually. So I was getting a nice chest pump. If you know me, I'm actually hilariously <laughs> overweight. So not my 600-pound life, but like I could, I could lose a couple pounds and still be fat. Um, so I was in my garage working out. Shocker. The Giants picked Tanquan Barkley. Um, he is a, an actual human vehicle. He's amazing. And they also picked the guy that I wanted on the Vikings, um, Hernandez, who oh, I actually have in my show notes that he is the best player ever. <laughs> actually, wow. on, let, let he hasn't me, played it down. Best player ever. Well, I love it. it. Ready? I will read this verbatim from my show notes. Hernandez is the best player that anyone has Ahead of anyone that has ever been born. <laughs> Hernandez is so big. He is literally, Brady, he has Montana. like, he has an Ogden pace, like that kind of player. Can I tell you a story about Hernandez? Go for it. Finished? Um, yeah, yeah. You, you go ahead, jump in. Beautiful. Didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, anyway. you're good. So Hernandez is going up against his counterpart on defense in college. And he dominated him so bad that four different times... The guy walks off the field and he goes, dude, F this. And he literally, he's just made a guy quit. Like, yeah. four different times he's like, I can't do anything. This is stupid. And you know what? And, and to, model, to model this Giants line, and of course I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak with a lot of, like, um, love. Because Pat Shermer really brought that offense together after North Turner kind of su- sus- suspiciously left the team. So Pat Shermer's um, type of guy, and I have this as actually in a pro Pat Shermer's a great running coach. He's he knows run schemes. He knows blocking schemes. He's pretty good at that. I mean, you got you got Hernandez and Solder on the same side of the line. What That's is there? What is there not to like? Yeah. Barkley's running for eighteen hundred yards this year. Oh, absolutely. There's no there's no discussion. He's hands down the rookie of the year. Uh, we're gonna have a uh, season futures and props podcast uh, a little later on, but uh, just a little sneak preview. I'm taking Barkley as rookie of the year. Um, 
one thing about the line, they unfortunately still have Eric Flowers, who is uh, a giant baby. Literally, when, when he got drafted, he, when he got drafted, he tweeted, "I'm a giant baby." Well, he meant to do that, but he didn't yes. put any comments, so he just tweeted, "I'm a giant very, baby." Very important this year for the Oxford comma um, to be placed in. But, uh, yeah, he is I mean, a giant baby, though. Yeah. He, uh, I, I could interject really quick, and I used to play right tackle, and I, without any emotion. I could honestly say with a clear head that he is the worst football player I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> there was one time against the Chiefs in a game we that I hilariously Sunday. had a teaser. The Chiefs, I think, minus six, which against the Owen 11? Owen Yeah. They the Broncos earlier. Okay. Right so here. they were one. Yeah. I, I was going to say they Still were Owen Wilson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any, anyway, um, wow. I had that. I had, <laughs> I had them uh, covering six, and of course they lost at home with Alex Smith's tiny hands. It was a windy game, and I'll get into that. On yeah, Redskins. Alex Smith at Redskins, of but it actually really alludes to okay, what are we looking at line wise? The Giants were three and thirteen last season. They're a team that I don't think deserved to be three and thirteen because they were much more talented. But the Giants have this. You know, I've been watching the Giants for for God all my life essentially. I'm 26, so at least 20 years since I could remember, and. You know, the, the Giants get in this weird funk where, I, I forget, somebody put it this way, the Giants could, on any given Sunday, could beat any team in the league, but also could lose to any team in the league, which genuinely mm. makes it mm. very hard to bet on them. <laughs> yeah. Because it really is, so, so the line currently is seven wins, and that sounds about right, because it's right in the middle. Going from a jump from three to, three to seven, with all of their new talent, and all of the returning talent, of course, to Odell, um, that... That's a that's a jump that makes sense to me. The over on that is minus one sixty. The under is plus one forty. I really couldn't fault you for taking either of them. Some people might think the jump from four game from three to seven is too high. I think it's just about right. Um, I think I have them pegged at eight wins. They are plus five eighty to win the division. I wouldn't touch that. Um, again, I, you heard me before. I think it's the Eagles. A new coach and a new system and kind of everyone getting their chemistry together is hard to say they're going to go from worst to first. It's hard in the first year of the new coach. Definitely. I'd say, I'd say wait it out for sure. I actually got some lines a little bit differently. So if you're listening to what we're saying and you heard that uh, Hernandez is the best player of all time, that <laughs> I, got, I actually got the Giants at under six and, um, I mean, over six, excuse right. me. Right now the over is at minus one sixty, so you you yeah. could expect that line to change a little bit, It'll maybe seven, seven and a half, half. I actually maybe even eight. Sure. Depends actually, depends yeah. on what the sharps. I took see. them over six or six and a half. I forget. Yeah. I think it was only like minus one ten. So. Eight is a tough one to say because now <clears throat> essentially if you're taking eight, you're saying they're gonna have a winning season if you're taking the over. Oh, I'm saying. I yeah. don't. I, yeah, I I, I, it's, it's I great to your positive. Yeah, we'll get into the. Wow. Stuff. We'll get into the. Wait, stuff. let's let's divulge eleven and five. Look, where their eleven wins. I think this is a classic Vegas overreaction. They look at three and thirteen and they don't look at all the things that went wrong last year, the fact that they gave up on their coach is literally mm-hmm. responsible for six uh, wins that they don't have. And we, we bid Ben McAdoo uh, gr- uh, very good luck on his <laughs> quest to kiss a girl for the very first time. <laughs> yeah, I so remember the Rams game. Uh, legitimately, Robert Woods had a screen, and I know that it was Robert Woods oh, man, mainly yeah. because... I was the only person on earth that didn't pick him in DraftKings. <laughs> and uh, I will say this, Robert, if you're listening to us, the Hoffmans, the Hoffman brothers love you so, so much. We started, literally to, we started them in our they would pick fantasy. You guys would pick week. Robert Woods and um, who was that one running back that you guys would always take? Certainly um, not. As the guy, Theo Riddick. It was Theo Riddick and PPR stud. He, he can't Robert Woods and Theo Riddick were always on Joe and Mikey's team. No doubt. Even when no we doubt. didn't have him, uh, Joe would always be like, hey, are we starting uh, Theo Riddick this week? 
week? Like, no, we don't have him this year. Nick would score. I'd be like, yes. He'd be like, you don't have him. Like, no, we're playing. No, and I'll actually, I'll, um, we're going to go deeper. I, I will take this opportunity to shamelessly plug that we're going to do a fantasy um, season, season type long. pre-draft yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, episode. Really and then we're also going to mention like our fantasy teams during the year. Uh, John and I are in the same league. Joe and Mike are in a bunch of leagues. I think I'm in five right now. I have a gambling problem. <laughs> I should go to therapy. Definitely. I have a really cool nugget here. They traveled the most of any team, and they were injured the most of any team. Mm. The NFL literally apologized for their travel mm. schedule. I didn't know that. Last yeah. year, yeah, that's isn't that insane? Yeah. But also, when you look at the, the the fact that they gave up on the coaching staff, can, can I interrupt you real quick about yeah, the yeah. travel schedule? Which I actually just found out the Giants don't have back to back home or road games this year. They alter. I think maybe once they have wow. back to back home games, they alternate. Yeah, the week whole, two, the week year. two and three, and then late in the season they have a yeah. little road stretch. Right, so, but, but I think wow. it's I think yeah, it's every other huh. week. So that I mean that's again going to factor into yeah. if you're looking at wins and losses. Again, idea. a team that has new coaching that is going to adjust new schedules. But but again, no. Get as back far as you said, thanks for the segue with the coaching. Yeah. Uh, new OC and DC for those who don't know, offensive coordinator and, and defensive H- coordinator. And HC. And new coach. No, new new <laughs> everything. It's, it's new everything. They pressured. They pressured the quarterback twenty seven percent percent of the time last year. That was Ugh. his third worst. Yeah, then they added ugly. Lorenzo Carter and Ogletree, some linebackers. Ogletree's and then pretty good. Ogletree's good. They yeah. added um, a guy, James Betcher, from the Cards D, yeah. who is really into blitzing schemes. So yeah. they will absolutely pressure, and they'll make people throw into that good secondary. Their defense is not different from two years ago when they were dominant. Right. Add all the pieces that they got on offense, with the line being way bolstered, wide receiver mm-hmm. game. You literally got game. an entire side of the this line. This is literally a Super Bowl upgraded. team. That's why I have them 11-5. and five. Do you want to make mm-hmm. a couple points? Yeah, to go to um, it's funny that you mentioned Pat Shermer. Uh, he was a head coach, I believe, with the Browns? Yes. He has a very good balance offense, balance attack. I have right here in my notes that, you know, the Pat Shermer difference is going to be it's going to be that. It's going to be a yeah. huge difference, and they're going to control the clock, and they're going to allow their defense to do what they do. They're going to press on the sides. I mean, who knows what Eli Apple's going to do mentally. I mean, you got Jonas Jenkins is really good. Lennon Collins is the top three safety probably in the league. you got take one, uh, Saquon Barkley, but I keep on calling him Tank Juan <laughs> Barkley because he's, he's a monster. And then you also got Jonathan Stewart to take body blows. I mean, last year I think he led the league in fumbles. But um, he is pretty good, though. He's a three-yard-per-carry plotter. I mean, you could take those body blows, get those defensive linemen tired. One thing you mentioned about the defense, uh, or one thing you didn't mention about the defense, obviously the secondary is great with Jenkins and Collins, and uh, Eli Apple's horrible, but that's all right. Uh, (laughs) He's not going to be in every down. Um, He's a half man. Snatch Harrison, uh, great stat here. He is third, or he was third last year in the league in first contact on run plays. Everybody else on that list is a linebacker. And that makes up nicely for them losing Linval Joseph. So he just eats up blocks, but then still gets by the blocks and tackles people. He's better at tackles behind the line of scrimmage than linebackers who literally blitz and get paid to do that. That's absolutely remarkable. They fill in the gaps, but he's just like, no, I'll just fill in the gaps instead. And you look at something like that and you think, well, why wasn't this team that good last year? It's literally, what's one reason? Well, it's actually, it's a couple, like what we said. Injuries, and they gave up on McAdoo. They really did. That's such a a real thing (laughs) here. So let's go to the schedule. Yeah, so I have the Giants going ten and six actually, and the reason why I I mean I'm super high on them going from three win three wins to ten wins is actually a huge improvement. That's a seven game difference. Um, literally the the only reason why I have them losing those six games, like I have to defend why they're not going eight, um, sixteen and zero. I have them losing some games. I mean I have them splitting with the Eagles. I have them splitting with the Cowboys. I have them sweeping the Redskins because they are horrible. Um, 
Also, the the NFC East again. They play the AFC South. The NFC South. NFC South has some has one horrible team, and I think some games that the Giants can steal. I know they play in New Orleans, which is kind of reminiscent of, of that fifty two forty nine game. Yeah. Maybe a little mm. bit of a of um that, that, uh, you know a refresher of that. I know John watched that on the edge that, of his seat. That Western gunslinger. Yeah, fire yeah. Up Actually, in your deep tell you one one of the yeah, yeah seriously yeah. one of the best games. Honestly, it's a loss, but one of the best games I've ever seen. Yeah, and then so basically what what I had mentioned of why they could possibly maybe not go ten and six, maybe go a little bit under to, uh, closer to the line that Vegas set is um, who knows maybe the 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 air of losing of last year kind of gets into the minds of some of the players that That's were around. Um, also, Pat Shermer, offensive. Uh, not offensive coordinator, head coach for the second time. I mean, he was the Browns head coach. Obviously didn't have a lot of success, got mm-hmm. fired quickly. Who knows, maybe him running the show is not what he's best at. I mean, look at North right. Turner. He's a great offensive coordinator, but yeah. a terrible yeah. head coach. And I, then also, uh, sorry, John. No, it's okay. Um, I, just, I just want to jump in real quick. I, I looked up a stat. Pat Shermer went 10-23 and 23 with the Browns, which I think Cleveland fans would, pretty commendable. would, would pay yeah. for at this point. Like he's, right, he still doesn't Jackson have as many Browns, losses right. as garbage man Jackson. <laughs> and I will say one thing that, that I do, have, I do and, and, have as my X factor on um, – I have two X factors, actually, for the Giants season. I have – X Factor One, Odell Beckham Jr. I took a bunch of props on him, but then again, I have a, I have in my um, anti section managing his personality. I mean, he's kind of he's kind of a loose cannon. I and heard then, that's going to be a little bit better this year. I heard he I mean, just kind of got it. I mean, I don't know. So far, we haven't really heard anything. Yeah, yeah I will. True. I will say that. Whereas last the last offseason, the only thing I've heard from Odell is that he's even more explosive now. Could you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> and I will say this. I don't know how you get more. I feel like really Hernandez is bullying people. <laughs> little little, uh, put your conspiracy hat on really quick. Maybe last year Odell Beckham Jr. wasn't really hurt hmm. for the year. Maybe he just was like, "Yo, Ben McAdoo, I've gotten." More girls than you did before I was twelve, <laughs> yeah. so I don't want to even deal with this. That's something that's really interesting. Yeah, so I have I Odell Beckham Jr. as one X factor in the negative side. I also have him in a bunch of props going over mm-hmm. everything, and also the X factor on the other side of the ball is Evan Ingram. There's no yeah. answer for him. Dude, you got to put a corner on this guy. This guy's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, they have to be he can't be covered plus. by a linebacker. He can't be covered by a safety. And they didn't uh, use him last year. I guess they yeah. just they couldn't. forgot. No, they, they just they couldn't. They, I mean, the only way to use him is line up about wide receiver one. Yeah. You know, that's I, the only way to use him because he's he's good. I've I don't want to alarm anybody. I have heard he's had a case of the drop seeds this this hmm. uh, training right. camp in we'll preseason. But again, preseason. <laughs> He'll put those gloves on. You catch yeah. everything with those gloves. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Everything. So I have five games circled. Four out of the uh, five are out of the five. For, wow, you know what? Let me say that again. <laughs> Let me say that again. <laughs> one more time, you man. <laughs> so I have five games circled. Four of these five games come within the first five weeks. Should have just said it like that to begin yeah, with. You, you guys know dumb. words are not my thing. Yeah. So I have the Jags circled. Giants have the pedigree to beat them because the Jags don't stop the run very well. Also, week three, I have them losing to the Texans. And then week five, I have them losing to the Panthers. So three out of the f- I have them starting two and three. Mm-hmm. However... Those are winnable games. Last game I have is, well, I'm sorry, last game in that first five-week uh, stretch. They ha- I have them winning at home against the Saints. I, wow. When is Ingram coming back? When do we know uh, week that? Five. Yep. So week five. So they, he'll still games, be yeah. out. I think that they match up pretty well against the Saints. Week 17 is the last game I have circled. I have them losing at home to the Cowboys. So wow. three, uh, I'm sorry, four out of the five games that I have circled are losses. So if, even if those are toss-ups, I think the Giants are going to do fantastic this year, and they are probably my dark horse 
to win it all. That's right, I said it. Wow. I yeah. actually like that a lot. Yeah, and I, I was actually, either, um, I was about to go in the shower earlier, and I actually was thinking about that. I was like, you know, I have the Giants winning the division at plus 580. I have them over going 10-6. and six. I mean, I, I was thinking this one key point, the best team doesn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, the Giants are one of those teams that come in as a five seed and then win some road games, know. get a home game maybe, and then they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Again, I'm, like they don't deserve, like the other two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to a uh, Giants-Titans Super Bowl as well. <laughs> so, as you guys say that. Gosh, My heart cannot dreams. handle that. <laughs> All right, I think we should move on to the skins now, as much as it pains me to stop talking about the New York Giants. Um, there is so much I could say, starting with Dan Schneider is a monster of a man, not in a good way. Second, Secondly, I will say this, and here's a lava take. That I have, if you guys are ready, if it oh, pleases yeah, yeah, the yeah. audience, Still I have a lot of take. So, I have the Washington Redskins as the worst team in football this year. I have them at one in fifteen. I have them at wow. three and thirteen. So I, I also can't. have them at three and thirteen. And and here's here's some of the reasons that I have. I was literally trying to find reasons why they would win some games. Their offense line is pretty good, but then again. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty good, meaning Morgan Moses is starting at right tackle, who's been <laughs> a reject of the Giants, I believe Jets, right? Uh, he yeah. was definitely on the Vikings at one point. He's pretty bad. Trent Williams is okay, but aging. Um, yeah, Scherf, they're banged up pretty much besides yeah. the two Pro Bowlers. And right. you know who's behind TJ, uh, who's behind Trent Williams and Morgan Moses is TJ Clemmings, who literally doesn't move his feet when the ball is snapped. <laughs> he is... That's a very effective method. Aside from Eric Flowers, he's probably the worst offensive lineman I've ever seen. Yeah, he'd get along with Eric Flowers pretty well. Um, the only pro I could come up with was, uh, I wrote, uh, dot, 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 defense? Maybe they beat the Cowboys at home? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I really don't, and that's, spoiler alert, that's the only game I have them winning is the, uh, against the Cowboys at home, a little uh, rivalry game. But, yeah, and literally the, some of the reasons are, you know, Darius Geis went down, ACL injury. That's Chris big. Thompson's playing on a replaced knee. Um, Fat Rob is horrible. Yeah, I'm going to get into some of the offensive questions. But then you got, you got Alex Smith, and I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass this one off, but Alex Smith is literally a worse, older, smaller-handed Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I was actually going to say, you know, I have him a little better. I have him at 3-13. It's a little better than 1-15, but uh, I actually like the Smith move. You know, I think he holds on to the ball like he doesn't turn it over. Um, do, do you think it's an upgrade? I don't think it's an upgrade, but, I, I mean, they're definitely horrible. So but, then it's a downgrade, yeah. which stinks. Yeah. And, no, and, no, no, no. <laughs> but, but, I mean, they, Kirk Cousins, I think, is very overrated. I don't think he was – everybody always had him as, like, a statistics darling, right. but he's just not – Really quickly, I take that as a personal insult <laughs> and an attack, and I thought we were friends, Mikey. Secondly, I will say this, though. Alex Smith has been under the tutelage of some great coaches. I mean, Absolutely. Andy Smith yep. – I, I could be a starting quarterback in the Andy Smith system. I mean, I, Not Andy Smith. Andy <laughs> Reid. Andy Smith is my Yeah, Andy Smith He just is, married Alex Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, excuse me, Andy Reid um, has a very run-heavy playbook, and all he asks is his quarterback to convert on third and three. Literally 35 quarterbacks in the NFL should be able to do that. And also, you know, the, the one year where the 49ers made the Super Bowl, I mean, Alex Smith was at the helm for a while, and then they benched him for uh, – I, excuse me, I almost said garbage Nick, which is affectionately known the year of 2014 into 15. I had him in fantasy, and he was absolutely horrible. Right. So I have a dumb question. Did they, did, wait, are you saying they, they had Alex Smith playing the year they won the Super Bowl, or no? They did. They he, did, and then they, and they started, benched what did he start, like four eight Catholic? or six games? Yeah, I think he started. I, like, no, he oh, got wow. hurt. He got hurt. He started but most then he was, of the But then he was healthy enough to come back. And, and, and they, 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 they went with the hot hand, gotcha. because he, I, I believe, he was the one that got them there, and then they, and he was hurt, and they didn't bring him back. Just kind of before anybody yeah. knew like the read option or anything. Like exactly. That, right? Yeah. So Kaepernick's skills kind of led him yeah. there. Yeah. Just because the Redskins aren't a sexy team doesn't mean that there's not any value. 
you know, you'll you, you get everybody. I bet you the Redskins are probably one of the least bet teams ever. Yeah, definitely. And probably mm-hmm. I, I don't know what, where I would find. They're very forgettable. But um, I have a couple notes here that I think you guys are going to really enjoy. I have a couple stats that I'm going to blow some minds here. But first, Let's hear it. Alex Smith he had his career best yards and be, um, you know best touchdowns with a great coach. He's obviously not going to do exactly that. That's the best year of his career. He got another year older. He's not going to repeat that with this team. And you're talking about last year, right? Yep, Career absolutely. Wise. Okay. So let's look at let's look at his uh, his counterparts. Yeah, of yeah. course. Just and he's older. Yep. Let's look at his counterparts. You got a rookie <clears throat> at uh, you got the rookie running backs. Chris Thompson it gives him a little options, but what's his health going to be and like? The one just tore his ACL. Yeah, guys so is done. out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's actually a good note that I didn't have. No, but, yeah, he's, he's at, well, you well, did this before, like you just like a few weeks. ago. I did this three years ago. It's, <laughs> it's important. Yeah, to so know, Clint Portis is poised for a big year. <laughs> it's important to note that Geis was touted behind Saquon as probably the best running back yeah, in the draft, yeah. and that's why it was such a mystery that uh, Brashad Penny got drafted. Yeah, by the Seahawks. With, with, yeah. with some saying that the Giants you know, naturally should have should have drafted a QB and waited for Geis in the I second disagree. round. So I, I don't agree with that, yeah, but but knowing that guy, this guy's lost. I think is is pretty big for a Redskins team that really needs mm-hmm. the talent. As far mm-hmm. as the injuries go, Reed probably their number one. Jordan Reed at tight end. He's getting hurt. And he's who's also yeah he's got a case of um, the CTEs. Then you look at the wide receivers. <laughs> Paul Richardson was a product of Russell Wilson. Dotson is also not very good. And then the week four bye hurts them more than it would other teams because of the very constant early. injuries. That they have. So all of a sudden, you get into the dog what, days of week thirteen. What a terrible spot for a buy. Seriously, yeah. especially yeah. especially with them. Do away with and, that. And yeah, yeah the, the one thing that is the earliest possible bye week that yes. you have, I believe. Yep. And um, that does not play into a God, team. No. That's mainly, the it is that's, the worst. That should be reserved for the the final four teams of a previous year. They I mean, should do it like that. Actually, they, they mm-hmm. really should. They should give you the biggest um, handicap. Call up Goodell. And <laughs> I will. I will text him later um, and wish him a good night. But I will say, um, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Richardson, and that is something that I had on my list. Um, I said that Richardson's overpaid, and he's also not very good. I mean, he was okay, but not enough to get the contract that he got. Yeah. And, you know, you got Chris Thompson, who's probably the most dy- dynamic player on offense. Who knows how he could cut on that knee. I, I remember telling people, too. He's not the that, guy I want to lean on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I figuratively mean, and literally. He's, you know, you he's know what's funny, him. too? Um, <laughs> last year, he was their best offensive player by a lot. Yeah. And they literally said that they keep him on a pitch count so he doesn't get hurt, and he tore his ACL. Yeah. And, you know, that, that, that goes into question. Is Jay Gruden, does he know what he's doing? Mikey has a cool <coughs> prop. Uh, yeah, so what do you, let me hear what you guys think about this. Who's going to win more games next season? Wow. John Gruden or Jay Gruden? If you listen to the AFC West, you already know where yeah. my heart lies. Yeah, you know, you know what I picked because I have the Redskins as the worst team in football. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the NFL back to 1998, a John Gruden. <laughs> Look, I have, this is the stat that I was holding on to. Um, it's a little segment I like to call Deeper Than the Stats. Brought to you by me. You anyway. Think <laughs> Brought to you by mybookie.ag. Please give us a promo code. <laughs> so check this out. They only gave up 4.5 yards to the number two wide receivers. Now, I did a little digging because I'm not an idiot and I just, uh, you know, I don't take sucker plays. Yeah, they gave up that little because they were busy turning opposing running backs into pro bowlers. They averaged, <laughs> they averaged like 134 great. yards given up on the ground. And Yikes. listen to five stars that they play this year. Gurley, Hunt, Zeke, wow. Bikes, and uh, and Ingram. I'm sorry, that was that was last year. Like, even Alfred Morris um, rushed for 150. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I think wow. Alfred Morris just That's got signed. Five man, out right? of the 16 games What's last year, they played those, those monsters. Yeah. Just, they I'm dominated them. Those, yeah. those kind of stats, too... Um, it's, it's see those are what I like to call stats that aren't stats, 
It's a weird one to say to number two wide receivers, which which is kind of subjective in a way. They gave up four and a half yards per reception, I guess, or per play. Yeah, yeah, per, per uh, reception, two. Those, like, yeah, yeah. those stats, I mean, I, I'm glad you brought it up. Um, for me, those kind of whenever you're getting into more than one variable with stats, it's always very they're very odd and they're very untrustworthy. Like you know, well he averages you know this many yards per game throwing when he runs for this and the weather's hot outside. Yeah, and Something that's like that's, that. a, that's a hardcore it's, it's Matthew a, Barry. It's stat. a dangerous. Yeah. It's a lot. It's bloat, and it's very dangerous to fall on those stats and to even bet on them because it's what might sound reliable to a trusted source who's kind of uh, you know talking on, on on TV and on the internet. It's uh, it's it's just something I wouldn't trust personally. All right, so if we go to the schedule, sticking with the theme of them being completely ridiculous run stoppers, I have one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six games this year where they play, uh, they play really good stars. I know you're looking. I know. I didn't even think of that. Like, guys that they play this year, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking, we got David Johnson week one. Yep, that's what I have circled. Uh, then week we got seven. Kamara versus, Actually, uh, I really, I versus the Saints. Kamara. I have a Zeke Barkley. Uh, Freeman and Coleman. Barkley twice, Zeke twice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no thanks. Colmette, Colmette Fournette, Smallwood twice. Too. Fournette, Derek Henry's going to run for 800 yards. Oh my yeah. So we already have two teams here. 874 and a half, to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that prop in one, in one shot, baby. We already have two teams here that I'm absolutely oh, taking action. Man. I already have tickets out on them. I actually think I got the Redskins at uh, at six and a half, and then it moved to seven. And I was scratching my head. I'm like, should I get this again? <laughs> and, and you know what's actually funny is, um, you know, Joe's after my own heart betting a team twice in the oh, same yes. direction. I actually did that with the Mets. First time I did it, um, I, you know, obviously you haven't heard anything about baseball yet on the pod. I don't really know that much. I just live in the New Jersey area, so I bet Yankees and Mets. Um, I actually bet the Mets under, and then we were out at a bar in Jersey City, and I also bet the Mets under again, forgetting that I had it the first time. But it's, it's actually funny. I have my prop sheet open right now. I bet the Redskins under seven. I would take them under two. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, they, the only three games I have them winning, I have them winning at home against the Colts, uh, home against the Cowboys. I'm not very high on the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the only game I have them winning. And then uh, in Tampa. I think that's all we got on the Redskins. So going to the last team, right. uh, we got the Cowboys. Uh, their total is eight. Um, they got the over at minus one sixty and the under at plus one thirty, and they're plus two eighty to win the division. Um, I guess I'll I'll start us off here. Uh, I'm actually pretty down on the Cowboys, especially losing Jason Witten, who seemingly has been on the Cowboys our entire lives. I think he's what the, their number one uh, receiver ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to hurt a lot, especially having him as a leadership uh, kind of presence in the locker room with a ton of young guys that they have. Um, one another guy they lost was obviously Dez. And uh, Dak has enough trouble getting the ball downfield as it is. And that's <laughs> yeah. not going to, uh, you know. He proved himself a Him having no weapons on the outside at all anymore. I mean, Dez wasn't really that good anyway. Um, I actually had the Cowboys at 8-8, eight and eight, which puts, puts my future in precarious situation. I have them over 8.5. I mean, I don't think Dak Prescott, Dak, uh, Dak Prescott Dick is Prescott. good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Dick Prescott, if you're listening <laughs> right now, I'm sorry. But no, but Dak Prescott, I mean, I just don't think it's clicking upstairs. I mean, he has all the physical ability. I think that he's really showing that he was a small school quarterback for a reason. He's not that good. Look at the look at the one game that, yeah, okay, you could say that Tyron Smith was out, and that's why he allowed six sacks to the same guy. But at the same time, get the ball out of your hands. What are you doing? Run. Do something. Dak Prescott, I, I have as my, my main um, fraud alert. I actually wrote the sentence, Dak Prescott is a fraud, period. He's not very good. And I, I agree mean, with that. Yeah, replacing totally. Des Bryant with Alan Hearns, 
Actually, not as bad as you think. I, I actually love Alan Hearns as a player. I think he's I, really good. Yeah, I do too. I just don't think that he's, you know, the a downfield threat or somebody who can get open enough for Dak to, to I, hit him. I agree with that, but um, this is really a big challenge to Jason Garrett. I mean, he has to revamp the offense the way that they work. I mean, with Tony Romo, it was their offensive model was really built around him buying time, um, aside from that one year that DeMarco Murray ran for, like, what, 1,700 yards? Yeah, like so, that. I mean... Right now, I, I had mentioned the loaded boxes, the Dak Prescott. Can Dak, can Dak Prescott, can I say Dak Prescott's name correctly That's ever? The Dakota Prescott, can I ever say that? But, um, no, it's going to be interesting. Can he beat an eight-man box? Because, you know, he crumbles under pressure, and Zeke Elliott is good, but I've literally seen the best running back of all time not be able to beat that. Right. Uh, I'm maybe going to throw an unpopular opinion here. I think Dak Prescott is the second-best quarterback in this division. Um, behind Carson Wentz, oh. which is yeah, which is big, big again coming from I think, big yeah, Eli fans. For you, I think, and, 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 and now Alex Smith. <laughs> may I may I challenge you to back sure. it up? Sure, yeah. So <laughs> I I think that I do I agree him, that call the man a fraud. I do. <laughs> I, I I think that what Dak flashed in the preseason um, a couple of years ago when he essentially earned the starter job over over the oft injured Tony Romo. Um, mm. I I didn't think that was a fraud. I thought he looked very poised in the pocket. He can move with his feet. I think what Dak is actually suffering from is certainly a lack of talent on the on on offense, um, especially when Zeke was out of the lineup. I just think he didn't. He's not the coaches for the Cowboys are not are not good enough to get Dak into what he you know what he needs to what he needs to be do, to do to be successful. But I do think the talent is there for him to be. I do think he's the second best quarterback in the division behind Wentz. Definitely. So um, so to echo that because I'm a I'm a Dak. Fader, much like um, Mikey and Dean. But the issue here for me is, this is, I don't even know if you'd call this a lava take, but this is just a prediction that I know will happen. Dak is not good, but he's going to look <laughs> good this year. And people will think, oh, he finally got back to what he was doing two years ago. And here's why. They had a great line two years ago. Zeke was a, a monster two years ago. All of a sudden, they got the same exact formula, minus Witten. And then you look at this year, great line, Zeke is back. Everything should be going according to plan, which is why I have them at 9-7. and seven. Decent year. I think that they could go up from there. I'll give it to Mikey before I got a couple of good stats here that I know. I'm the, I'm the stat guy this episode. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> stat guy and Joe. The, and the story guy. Please. I have a good – Call you Stat Prescott. Go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, I have a good Sean it? Lee story. I have a good Sean Lee story after uh, – after So, yeah, just two things I wanted to, to mention uh, – Zeke being back is huge. If he could just keep his hands to himself, this, uh, I mean, with, with women, not on the field. Keep, keep his hands on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that. He stiff armed his girlfriend so hard. Yeah. She sued him. Um, so they were 3-3 three and three without him last year in the six games that he missed. But the three teams that they beat uh, were the Giants. That, that was, I believe, late in the year when they were struggling. Um, and then they beat the Redskins, who we all hate. And they beat the Raiders, who aren't that good. So, I mean, they really didn't, it wasn't like they showed. It wasn't impressive. They didn't show anything with yeah. him. Yeah, gotcha. Um, and second thing I wanted to mention was they don't have a ton of stars on defense. Um, they, their front four is pretty good. Lawrence had a great year. Demarcus Lawrence, he had, I think, 14 and a half sacks last year. Um, but Sean Lee has missed. Uh, he's really their only notable player, you know, big name on defense. He's going to love my story, man. He's I'm so missed, excited. <laughs> he's missed 42 games in eight seasons. Wow. All right. So, wow. I was watching this clip. Uh, it's at the goal line. Forget who they're playing. It's kind of irrelevant. It might have been the Panthers. A ton of goal line threats that the Panthers have. Yeah. Sean Lee's mic'd up. They go into... Are you guys on the edge of your seats right now? What? Mm-hmm. I literally am. Oh, yeah, you guys turn them headphones up. <laughs> so, Sean Lee is running back and forth like a madman. He comes back to the sideline and he sits down. 
And then uh, it might have been the linebackers coach. Uh, forget the name. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. He's he's going like coach. Who who has X Y Z? I forget the terminology. I forget a lot of things out of this story. <laughs> but the cool part you is CTE too. The, the cool part is his his response. He's like, coach, if if I have this guy and then I'm supposed to also have this area, he's like, this is not humanly possible. We need to change this. And the linebacker coach is just kind of like, oh. And he, walks, <laughs> he walks away, draws a new play. Yeah, he's, really... he's just like, no, no, you're an idiot. I should be yeah. doing everything. And I, I will say that's how good Sean Lee is. Man. Yeah, so and, and kind of to echo uh, Joe and Mikey's points is Sean Lee's great when he's on the field, but how often is yeah. that? Every I mean, six major. games missed for a year for his career. If you told me, if you told me, if you told me blind that he only plays in six games a year, I would believe right. it. Right. Honestly, the, yeah. it seems like this guy's always out, and you know that that begs the question. One more concussion is he done forever? I yeah, mean, yeah. It, 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 it's really a sad reality, but the, the sport is violent. Um, the one thing too, while we're talking linebackers, Leighton Vander Esch, they said that he only played eight on eight most of the, most of his collegiate career. Mm. He played at Boise State, I believe. What right? league was that? No, but he literally <laughs> touch. Literally, he. Did, I'm not even joking. I think he played flag football because like oh he gosh. wasn't even like on the team like, like his sophomore year. Team. Yeah, he was like played intramurals <laughs> against like. Fat hungover guys. I mean, Leighton Vander Esch. I remember. Like, you know, shout out to Joe Barbuda. Um, <laughs> I will say this too about about um, about Leighton Vander Esch. It's it's one of those things where he's like the um, Darius Hayward Bay of this draft. I mean, remember Darius Hayward Bay when he was yeah. in the draft? Yeah, yeah. They were like, he's the fastest guy in the draft, but he'll probably be a fourth round talent because he's horrible. Yeah, yeah. And Al Davis is like, he's fast. I want him. And like. Eighth overall, and it's like what? Yeah. Uh, Leighton Vanderesh, I don't think deserved to be a first round pick. So I mean, who knows what we're gonna get out of that? Uh, and to flip the script a little bit, like Mikey had mentioned, Demarcus Lawrence is a monster. He has like the Demarcus Ware body, but excuse the first name. But these DNs are built like wide receivers now. I mean, they're long, they're thin, they're not like the plotters, like the Bruce Smith, the John Randalls, like the of yesteryear. So you got Demarcus Lawrence getting to the John quarterback. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um, you, you you get to the these guys that can rush the passer. If Sean Lee's in the game, I mean, you, you could expect that he's going to do what, he, what he's going to do. Jalen Smith, I mean, he had a decent little showing after that complete ACL tear in college. I mean, he's not a bad player if he could actually, you know, get up to the speed that he once was because he was uh, touted as, like, a, what, top five pick? And then he had that horrible injury, and then he dropped to the second round. So it's one of those things where they do have some sparkles on defense, but it's just a matter of... It's a lot to ask to get them all to be firing on all cylinders. Especially with their poor, weak-minded staff. That is just like, yeah, sorry, Sean, yeah. we'll develop new I plays think that, uh, I think that Jason Garrett's actually on the hot seat. And I think that if they go 7-9 and nine or worse this year, I think he's done. Yeah. And, and that's Jerry, where, Jerry Jones is just going to coach the team himself, I guess. And that's very interesting, actually. I alluded to this in a previous episode. If you're a super fan, I'll send, uh, literally text me and I'll send you a shirt. If you're listening to this, you probably have my number. But anyway... Um, yeah, I, I actually had mentioned that that they have a rule in the NFL that the owner can't coach the team, and that is specifically put in for Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah, he needs a right. yes man, and he needs someone to just beat yeah. up on. And Jason Garrett, I mean, a lot of a lot of pundits are saying that Jason Garrett is going to get fired this year. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Eight and eight, seven and nine, even nine and seven. Who knows? Nine and seven missed the playoffs. He might get canned. So yeah, I mean, like you said, with the front office. Uh, one more thing about, I mean. You know, we hate to get political here on the Winning Ticket Podcast, but the whole uh, kneeling for the anthem thing, uh, I know Zeke and Dak both have been outspoken against against kneeling, and then, you know, the whole Cowboys, like, we don't kneel type thing. So that's kind of a big America's distraction, team. kind of a big distraction in the uh, in the locker room. So if they start out to, like, a bad start, 
and it's only going to snowball from there if uh, right. if there's a lot of distractions. Yeah. So, so uh, good take. you're only going to find that take on the winning ticket. <laughs> Nowhere <laughs> else much. ever. That's right. Can I challenge you guys? Someone sure. bring up. We'll talk about the schedule while we're doing that. Someone bring up a line for season yards, passing yards, on. Mr. Dak Prescott. Because I'd love to Deckery. take that with one of you guys, maybe adjust the line to get I'll, it to something that we like. I'll, I'll, depending on what it is, yeah, I will course, settle on for you. Of course. So as we go through the schedule, something that jumps out at me, uh, I have two notes. They were 6-2 and two on the road last year. So I think that's wow. pretty cool. Wow. They, were, they also have wow. six. Wow, so the, the bulk of their wins. And one of those yeah, losses was in Atlanta with that one guy getting, who was it? Adrian like, Claiborne? I think that was at home. Oh, was it? I could be. They I both played in domes. I could one that was in the halo. Yeah. Yeah, and they both wear white. I mean, the Cowboys wear white everywhere besides Madden. Uh, again, Ultimate Team episode coming up. But I played the the um, solo battle thing and against the team of all TOs. They were wearing dark blue, and I was also wearing dark blue, so I quit. Uh, yeah. If we go through their schedule, they have six primetime games. So that means to me that this team will be ready and in the spotlight. If they make the playoffs, watch out for them in the playoffs. I think they're a team that could definitely do some damage. I, uh, I don't think that they would win the division. I think that they can back in as a wild card and still make it pretty far to a championship game. Do you guys have anything before we talk about the yards that'll jump out at you on the schedule here? Um, I only, no. actually can, only have them. I only have them winning five games. I have them nine and seven, but yeah, I'm, I actually don't like it. I don't think they have the talent here. I got I them beating the, the Seahawks, Lions, Redskins on Thanksgiving because they always play better on Thanksgiving. Oh, the Redskins yeah. are horrible. Colts and Bucks. <laughs> I don't think they have the talent to beat it because they have a pretty rough schedule. I don't think they have the talent to beat any of these teams. Like. Panthers in Carolina, uh, Texans with Watson back, Jags, Titans, obviously. I have them winning uh, out from Saints, like Eagles. On. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm actually kind of closer to Joe, but I have um, I, I have them actually, I have them splitting with, um, I, well, I have them getting swept by the Eagles. I have them sweeping the Redskins and splitting with the Giants. So, I mean, right that right down there, that's three wins. They got five left. I mean, I got them beating. Um, Seahawks week three. Yeah, I, I have them beating the Seahawks. I have them beating Tampa Bay. I actually have them upsetting a couple NFC South teams. like hey, the Colts, uh, Bucks. I mean, uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, Colts, they don't scare me. But who knows? Well, if we get the if we get that Andrew Luck that of He'll yesterday. He'll probably be hurt by week 15, though. Yeah. yeah. Hurt by week two. Um, going, yeah, going back to what you said with the prop uh, passing yards on mybookie.ag. Please sponsor us. It's uh, <laughs> The line is three... Uh, Thirty-three hundred ninety-nine and a half yards for what? Thirty-three hundred. Wow. Yeah, for passing yards. Only. See, I was gonna say. I was gonna say thirty-five hundred. And it's minus one fifteen for uh, over and under. I'll wow. tell you what. I'll tell you what. We'll leave that hanging. We'll we'll give the answer next week. We're gonna wrap it up for this week, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we can do proper research. Just so we're not just flying by the seat yeah. of our pants here. My lean is Hold under. But but, I mean, yeah, I'm leaning under as well. What was what was the line? One more time. 3,399 and a half yards. So right. call it so 3,400. 3, okay. All right. All right. So we're going we're gonna to bang it out. We're going to bang and clang. We're going to yeah, get back I mean, to you guys. We might even lift weights. We might even literally hey, bang and clang. Hey, honestly, <laughs> uh, if you're following us on social media, we might actually tweet or Instagram the answer. To That's at uh, winningtickspod on Twitter. And I forget what our Instagram is. So uh, <laughs> the winning ticket pod. If you it couldn't be any I literally if you posted, are following I us on posted earlier. I was going to say no if you're following us on Instagram, it is <laughs> literally linked to my phone. So great you content. can talk to me. Great yeah. content during the season, guys. Maybe some DraftKings plays, some yeah. daily fantasy and regular fantasy, yeah. all kinds of updates. And I, I mm-hmm. think if you know, this is an idea. Of course, um, I think if you guys post, you know, some winnings and stuff, you'd get a shout out on the pod. And uh, you can share, yeah, share what, your DMs, uh, I will make that promise. You DM us a winning ticket, I guarantee you we will put it up. How perfect. about that, guys? We'll love mention it. it on an episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. that idea. So love thank it. you guys so much for listening to the NFC East. I'm going to sign us off here. 
John, why don't you have your character, Anthony DeFulzio, take us out? <laughs> I just want to say thank you, everybody, for joining us today. I know we talked a lot of Giants. I know we talked a lot of Eagles, Cowboys, and whatever the f*** that last one is. I don't even think they're a real team, okay? And I want to thank you all for putting your money down and having a little fun with us. But we'll see you next week. And please follow Wise Guy Fantasy Football on social media, on the MySpace, whatever they got now. I got them all. That's what I'm telling you. And Anthony the fools you. Thank you, Anthony. As always, it's only a gambling problem if you lose. <laughs> <laughs>